1: The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. When you hear phone numbers, please do not call.
2: That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Glad to be on the program. I'm here live. Pinch me. I'll say ouch. This is not a pre-recording. I'm here live. Uh, I had to take a a, a few uh, days off uh, dealing with my wife. She's doing better, no doubt, listening to this uh, program. Hello, darling. Uh, So ask everybody in the listening audience to continue to pray for Sister Moss. also encourage you to call in on this program. and The number to call is area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Our phone lines are wide open for any questions or comments that you have about the Bible or theology or Christian living. Uh, I'll answer all the questions that I can. If I can't, well, I might have to look something up. Theology is a big subject and the Bible is a big book. But I'll do the best I can to give you an answer right today if you give us a call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, Pastor Moss here live on the Bible Talk program. And I'm not alone. I cannot take uh, credit for this whole entire program. I wish I could work the dials and do all the technical stuff and bring the commercials out and in, but I can't do that. Well, who can do it? Some young whippersnapper guy, uh, kind of cute, little handsome, you know, guy by the name of Luke, even has a biblical name. Could you imagine if my name was Pastor Luke Moss? <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd be I'd call it the Luke Moss or something, that Luke, that's a biblical name. But uh, he is here. Say hello to the folks. Let them hear you, Luke.
3: It's going to be a fun show, Pastor, so uh, give us some calls and, you know, give me something to do.
2: Okay. Y- y'all hear that. Y'all hear that. He wants fun. He wants work. That's what young folks say. Wait till he gets uh, 60-something. He won't be saying that. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, where I'm going to be talking about something that fits this season, uh, and that is I'm going to be talking about the devil. The devil will be the topic today dealing with what we call, in theology, I believe there's a, uh, a study uh, that is dedicated just to Satan. It's called Satanology, the Doctrine of Satan, which is a part of every systematic theology book I ever picked up. And it's very appropriate to talk about it at this time, uh, which is the, the Halloween celebration, because unfortunately many people celebrate things that can get close to the occult. I know that for some of you, it's just dressing up like a clown, dressing up like some kind of a movie character. Okay, I got it. But we need to remember that actually the beginnings of, of Halloween, they have kind of a, a shady past. Going back to the ancient Celts, where they uh, actually trick-or-treat was uh, more than just candy and things of that nature. And uh, there was the uh, practice and the involvement of paganism and the occult surfacing on this particular uh, day. So we need to be careful what we get into concerning it. At Strictly Biblical, we don't celebrate Halloween. We do wage spiritual warfare. We take this time to talk about the occult, about witchcraft, uh, and about what the Bible has to do about Satan. Because Satan is real. I mean, Satan is real. He's not a made-up, some kind of movie character. He really exists. He is a fallen being who fell from heaven. And that's what we're going to be dealing with. I'll be teaching on that on this particular program. So get your Bibles ready. Uh, I want to show you the impact that Satan is having and has had in our world uh, and uh, the battle, the spiritual warfare that goes on, uh, that God allows uh, until the end of time when he brings the so-called worldly reign of Satan to an end. All right, so get your Bibles ready. And of course, I'm here for any questions you have about the word of God. If you've got a question. You want to ask me about anything in the Bible, systematic theology, biblical studies, do my very best to give you an answer. All you've got to do is call uh, at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And uh, so I'm right here waiting for your call, or shall I say Luke is, and he wants you to call because he wants to work. If you don't call, he don't work. So give the young man, make the young man sweat. All right. Number to call: area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. All right. To discuss systematic uh, theology on this point and to look at the doctrine of Satan or Satanology, probably we need to realize that, no doubt. If we look at Satanology, it is a subset of another doctrine called Angelology, because that's exactly what Satan was. Satan was an angel, an angel who lost his place in heaven because he rebelled against God in what we call the probationary period of the angels. Yet they were on probation, just as man is on probation now. In other words, uh, man, mankind as a whole, is uh, deciding whether uh, mankind will follow God or follow Satan, okay? Uh, And uh, pretty soon our probationary period will be over. Uh, That's where we get into eschatology. We start looking at salvation, looking at the millennial reign. We look at the judgments, the final judgments, Uh, in particular the white throne judgment where all sinners will be judged and consigned to hell uh, versus the saints who will be in heaven. So man is going through what the angels already went through. And in uh, uh, the probationary period of angels, the Bible uh, doesn't discuss it in exhaustive detail. We get uh, shots of it, though, and and glimpses of it in Isaiah, that is, say, chapter 14, where we get a whole commentary uh, where God actually starts out not talking about Satan, but talking about the king of Babylon. And in comparing the king of Babylon to Satan, we learn a lot about Lucifer from it. Uh, notice here in Isaiah chapter 14, verse 12, where the Word of God says, How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer? That meant son of the morning. So we need to realize, Lucifer is not the name of Satan anymore. Okay, uh, and, and so understand, Lucifer really is not a bad name. What it means is son of the morning, okay? or morning star, Okay, comparable to what Jesus is, Okay, uh, in a sense. But what happens is, that is something that you don't call Satan anymore. He no longer is Lucifer. And Lucifer, uh, because that meant the shining one okay, or the sun of the morning, he lost that rank. Yet you still have those who, in fact, in, in masonry, there's some who want to talk about Lucifer, Luciferianism, no, uh, Lucifer. Uh, is gone. Satan is what remains. And that's how he should be described now. Here, in Isaiah chapter 14, he is just being called this because this used to be the rank that he had. Notice what happened. Isaiah chapter 14, verse 12, How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, Now, here's what this angel, who should have been subordinate to God, this is what he said. For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. Now, this is what Lucifer back, back, back in the day said, all right, which got him kicked out of heaven. It says in verse 15, yet, well, no doubt, say what he said again, though, before I get to that one. Uh, here in verse 14, and this is Isaiah 14, 14, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high, yet thou shalt be brought down to hell to the sides of the pit. All right. So in other words, he wanted to be God, but he got kicked out. Okay? And where did he wind up? Well, not in hell right away, but he wound up on earth. I'm going to talk about that in just a second to call area code 866-423-9578 area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air bible talk with pastor Emmy moss as i talk about satan today now you can talk about anything you want to anything that is on your mind as long as it is based on the bible you can call Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Uh, Do not delay, uh, do not let the time go by without you asking your very special and very important question, which can be about anything. It will not, as they say, interrupt my flow, okay, because I can deal with your question and still go right back to the topic or subject that I'm on, so don't think you're interfering at all. Uh, Do give us a call. That number is area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss and Luke. And Luke, I'm looking at at him. I'm looking at the young guy. Not a bit of sweat is on his forehead because nobody's calling. He wants you guys to call. He wants to. Hey, young folks have trouble sleeping at night unless they work hard. So give him a call. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code I
4: double 86- dog dare you. <laughs>
2: That's right. He said, <laughs> he said that wasn't his voice, but uh, boy, if that was his voice, it would be something else. I double dog dare you. That's right. Give us a call. We're here. I am here for you. All things biblical, all things theological, all things in church history, all that stuff we want here. Give us a call at area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. There you go. Glad to have you guys calling. Uh, got Tim on him to wait till We he got uh, on the line with someone. And I think Patty is ready. So let's go to Patty. Be getting all of you. None of you get off the line. Hello, Patty. How you doing? Patty, are you with us? Yes. Yes. How you doing, my darling?
5: I'm good. Thank you.
2: Thanks for calling.
5: I have a question. Yes, ma'am. I have heard it said that Satan doesn't know what you're thinking, but he waits for you to open your mouth and speak something, and that's how he knows what is going on in your mind and in your heart. And I don't know. I wondered if there's anything scriptural that actually bears that out.
2: I would say that there is uh, uh, there's some, a partial truth to that. Uh, one part of it is true. Uh, the other part of it is not. Let me tell you what I mean. The only one, the only one who can actually know what you're thinking uh, in terms of reading your heart is God, right? We know that because in Psalms 139, it says, O oh Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. Thou knowest my down sitting, mine uprising. Thou understandest my thought afar off. Thou can passest my path and my lying down, and I'm with all my ways. For there is not a word in my tongue, but, O oh Lord, thou knowest it altogether. So the Lord knows what we're going to say before we say it. He knows what we're going to think before we think it. He knows all. That is what it means by being omniscient. Now, what happens is the devil is not omniscient, Patty. The devil, though, can tell a lot of things by just studying us. Now, definitely, if we say something, then, uh, you know, spiritual beings uh, who who actually could be around can hear that. But in terms of him being able to read our minds, that is something he cannot do. But remember this. He has studied you and I ever since we were born. He said, no doubt, demons who do this so there's a lot of stuff that they know just by observation. Okay? But he, but in answer to your question directly, no, he cannot read our minds and our thoughts. Only God can do that.
5: All right. Thank you. I appreciate your help.
2: Good question. And I appreciate that question. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Let's go to James in Roseville. See what's on his mind. Hello, James. Hey, how you doing, Pastor? Mark? Thank you for honoring us to call on the Bible Talk program. Appreciate it, my friend.
6: No problem. Question for you. Um, so we do know that there is a hier- hierarchy in the devil's kingdom. Uh huh. So I'm 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 wondering, and I don't know if there's any scripture to back this. The uh, the third of the angels that that uh Satan or Lucifer caused to fall from heaven as well is he over them or do like is he is he like in charge of everything or is it more so we just look at him as he's that way and everyone's on the same playing field if you understand what I'm trying to say Yeah
2: I understand exactly and it's a very quick good question and I would say this to you uh no apparently from what biblical revelation tells us that he is the leader of a fallen angelic host. Uh, We see this when we look, for instance, over in Revelation chapter 12, right, where it says, and there was war in heaven, Michael and his angels. Now, this is Michael the archangel. He's, of course, the head of the, uh, the, uh, the angelic host. It says, Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. That's the devil. And fought against the dragon and his angels. So definitely... We see then that uh, that the devil does have angels that he commands. Yeah, that he commands, and so uh, and they do his bidding. So that would be exactly right. That's what the Word of God uh, actually tells us in that regard. Okay. And we see it All again right, well, too. Just you. to get and hang on, since you got me, uh, just to give you some more, as we say, biblical ammunition to to back that up, because what happens, James? You know, out there you got folks that. Uh, uh, won't believe things unless sometimes you lay it on heavy for them <laughs> so here <All> right. <laughs> we can turn uh, uh to another place uh where it says over in matthew 25 the same thing uh where it says in verse uh uh 45 you talk, well let me yeah let me start at verse 41 it says matthew twenty-five forty-one. then shall he say also unto them on the left hand depart from me you cursed into everlasting fire now notice what it says here uh, and this is Jesus speaking. Then shall he speak unto them on the left hand, depart from me, you are cursed into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. Okay? So every time you see it, you notice it's the devil and his angels. So these mm-hmm. angels. that right. fell. Now, there's some angels that are, are not following the devil. And it's very interesting. Over in Second mm-hmm. Peter, two and four, we have demons that are confined to Tartarus. Which is a, a temporary holding hell for certain demons, evidently, who were so evil. Now, even uh, even uh, the devil couldn't control them. So they're just locked there, waiting to come out and to be judged. That's in Second Peter two. And prayer.
6: that's present time, right? They're locked away now until judgment.
2: Absolutely, right now. And so it's amazing the 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 things that the, the Bible tells us that happen in what I call the biblical universe. There's some amazing things. And here's the uh, the verse, uh, so you can hear it where it talks about, uh, in terms of these uh, uh, angels, it says in verse uh, 3 and 4, Second Peter Peter 2, verse 3, And through covetousness shall they with feigned words make merchandise of you, whose judgment now of a long time lingers not, and their damnation slumbers not. Then here's the key verse. For if God spared not the angels that sinned, okay, there were angels that sinned, and these are the ones who fell with, with Satan, and then some just fell, notice this, but cast them down into hell, and in and, and English it's just hell. The Greek word here is Tartarus, and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment. Right. So here are angels that when they fell, they didn't follow Satan. They weren't free to roam uh, for some reason. Theologians don't know why. We don't know why because the Bible doesn't exactly tell us. They are locked in this place called Tartarus. Uh, and when they come out of there, all they're going to be is judged and thrown into final hell, which is Gehenna.
3: Mm. Well, all right. I appreciate it, passing them uh-huh. off. Well, I do
6: enjoy that.
2: All right. Some deep stuff in that Bible, my friend. Ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> all right. <now. laughs> Thank you. That's why you never finish reading it. All right. Uh, Dwayne, Rich, don't go anywhere. Going to take a break, and we'll be right back. <laughs>
0: Come and be a part of an extraordinary adventure to Israel. The Stand with Israel Tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher, December 2nd through 11th, 2019. Join Faith Talk Detroit for a 10-day expedition to the Holy Land that will change your life. You'll get insights into Israel's fascinating past, dynamic present, and promising future. All in the comfort and safety of first-class accommodations. December 2nd through 11th, 2019. Register today. Visit faithtalkdetroit.com. Keyword, Israel. Israel.
5: What are you doing to enhance your marriage
0: take that initiative just to get away and to spend time with each other
5: family life's weekend to remember our life was so out of whack we said this is crazy i thought everything was fine you know the weekend to remember is coming to the crown plaza detroit downtown
2: november 15th everyone needs a little bit of guidance register now and save big use promo code weekend at the weekend to we ought
5: to go check this out
1: Hi, this is Chris McCourtney, VP and General Manager here at Salem, Detroit. If you're listening to my voice right now, you're a listener to either Faith Talk Detroit or the Patriot Detroit. If you love one of these stations and you have experience in sales, we'd love to talk to you. You already understand our mission and what we do. So now maybe you'd like to join this team. If you have sales experience and understand digital marketing, we might have a job for you. Call Brad Smith, our sales manager, and give your name and number, and he'll give you the next steps. Call Brad at 248-581-1221. That's 248-581-1221. If you love us, come join us. It could be a life-changing opportunity for you, and you'll never know unless you call.
6: exceeded $160,000. MediShare members shared all our bills.
1: And it was about more than just the money, too. This is a real community. MediShare is is a family, a
7: group of people that... Stick with you through the hardest times of your life. I just don't know how I could have done it without Medishare.
1: It's so worth looking into. There's a reason this is growing so fast. If you want to find out more, here's a number for you 844 41 Bible. That's 844 41 Bible.
3: 844 41 Bible. Tonight's Bible Talk program is pre recorded and we will not be taking any phone calls.
2: that number to call area code 866 423 9578 area code 866 423 9578 to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss we've got Lamar on the line Dwayne on the line and Rich on the line don't worry i see you and we're going to get to you as soon as we can first let's go to Dwayne in Sterling Heights see what's on his mind hello Dwayne
7: hey.
2: just great how
7: are you good good uh, since you was talking about Halloween and such, I know it's in my job and a lot of people's jobs, they'd be doing Halloween parties and so on. And I was wondering what your thoughts are on that. I mean, it's just crazy. They decorating the walls, and <laughs> taking time out of work to celebrate like this important. I mean, it's just willy nilly with this silly stuff.
2: <laughs> well, I, I don't believe in uh, celebrating Halloween at all, uh, in that sense. Uh, now, when I was younger, uh, even though I was in the Baptist church, uh, they didn't oppose it. My uh, parents allowed me to do it. And goodness, I was trick-or-treating, tr- trick-or-treating until I was 14. But what some people okay. don't realize is that even though, and there's other Christians who have no problem with it. In fact, what surprises me, uh, Dwayne, is even uh, the great Dr. Walter Martin, who I respect, love, uh, he had no problem with Halloween. He felt it was just fun that people were having. But I don't know if he'd feel the same way now, uh, because there's a lot of doorways to the occult that can be opened at this particular time. Right. And historically, uh, there's nothing Christian about Halloween at all uh, in terms of, uh, of that. If we look at what something happened with Luther, but that has nothing to do with this celebration that started with the Celts. So I like to avoid it. What I do like to do, though, I don't think that the church should ignore it. We should gather and wage wage spiritual warfare on this day because this is a day when warlocks and witches and and people in the occult claim, okay, and still there's no way because anytime you talk about it, there's always some devil that shows up. I don't care. The clowns are there, but the devil and the demons are going to be somewhere there (laughs) as well. So what we do is I think uh, churches need to do something with it, but I think what they should do is get together and celebrate against it and pray. And uh, call against the, the powers of darkness that appear on this day. Don't let it go, but uh, don't celebrate it in, in the way the world does. Uh, in our spiritual warfare conference, nobody comes in costumes. Nobody comes in masks. You, they come with Bibles, and we study uh, about the kingdom of the occult.
7: Okay, um, so... Basically, with that being said, would you know, like, if you was at your job and it was like having you know cake or whatever, would you would you respectfully decline it? Would you be like, well, you know, I, I can eat it, but I'm not like dressing up, you know, and all that stuff. Yeah,
2: I would. I would not dress up. I wouldn't mind eating a piece of cake as long as they didn't put nothing in it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Watch
3: it. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. But uh,
2: yeah, but I would. In fact, you know, it's good uh, 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 to show up, let people know that you're not. You know, hey, I don't mind, but just to let you know. I'm against anything that gives any kind of praise to the devil, and you know, uh, I'm not. I'm not telling us we don't have. In, in, in fact, the devil we shouldn't run from him; he runs from us. But I wouldn't participate in it. Like uh, I would make uh, them know that I can be there, but I'm not a part of all. You know, I, in fact, that would give you a good a way to tell them why you're not for it.
7: Right? It, it's just confusing because like one of my coworkers told me. He's Baptist, and he's saying that they church. They're doing like a trunk or treat for the kids and for the adults. They have an alcohol on, on, the, on the uh church ground. to say, y'all serve alcohol? Wait, on, al-
2: on? alcohol? What kind of Baptists are these? You're kidding me. I was a Baptist all my life. until Well, not yeah, all my yeah. life. I, I left when I was uh, uh <laughs> older. I, I have a non-denominational church now. But for years, yeah, I, we never yeah. had that. So I don't know what kind of Baptist church that is where they're drinking liquor.
7: Yeah, that's what I said. I said, I ain't, well, hey. These days, they nothing really surprising you. Oh, right?
2: wow. that Yeah, that's something. All right, Dwayne. Well, thank you for calling, my friend. All right. All right. Well, appreciate him. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Let's go to Rich in Detroit. Hello, Rich.
3: Good evening, Pastor. How are you? Real good, sir. Thank you for calling. Good, good. It's good to talk with you again. I've had to change my time, so I've been missing you a lot, and I'm glad to hear your system also is feeling better. Thank you. Uh, I've had so many questions since I last talked with you, but I'm going to kind of stick with the theme that you're going with right now. Okay. Uh, I've, um, somewhere I got the impression that once Satan was thrown out of heaven, the third heaven, he was no longer allowed there. Yet when you go to Job, everybody that I hear teach or preach that. When they say that the sons of God went before God and Satan was there with them, they usually talk as if that they're, they're in the third heaven. So, is is that your understanding that they're in the third heaven, or does he, God meet them somewhere between the first and second, between the atmosphere and outer space? I want I want some clarity with that.
2: Yeah, I would agree with you. I think that if we look at Job, that definitely God did uh, meet with uh, uh, you know with angels. And with those uh, fallen ones, which we would call demons, we see in uh, Job chapter one, for instance, verse six. Now, there came a day when the sons of God, that's talking about the angelic host, came to present themselves before the Lord and Satan came also amongst them. Now, we know they weren't on the earth because verse seven says, and the Lord said unto Satan, whence comest thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, from going to and fro in the earth and walking up and down in it. So we know exactly. So we see that this isn't uh, taking place, uh, you know, on earth. And uh, we see the same thing in Job chapter two. What we have to be mindful of is that we know that there are three heavens. Right. Not just one, right. but three. That's why uh, what you mentioned, you talked about the third heaven. You get that from. a. Um, over in Second Corinthians chapter twelve, 12, and 12. Where, right, mm-hmm. where Paul was caught up to the third heaven. So we know that there's that means that's heaven number three. Well, and so the question becomes, what are the first two? The first would be when you look up, you see the clouds, in the, uh, and, the and so yeah, that's what we call the upper atmosphere. That's heaven number one. Number two would be the stratosphere. That's where the sun, the moon, and the stars are. Man has access to those two heavens, and so do uh, uh, demons and and the devil. But the third heaven is God's throne. Uh, no man, no one has access to that unless God absolutely allows them. So no doubt the meeting took place between uh, uh, God and the angelic realm, including the fallen uh, angels, in uh, the first heaven or the second heaven.
3: Okay, that, that's been my understanding. Because isn't there at some point in Revelation where even, uh, even then Satan will be restricted just to the earth and won't
2: into Go ahead, brother. You know your Bible very well. You're right, because you're over now. You're you're running me all over the Bible, uh, <laughs> Rich. <sorry>. No, <laughs> that's good. That's what you're supposed to do. The name of the program is Bible <laughs> Talk, right? Uh, but Not over Jewish. here in Revelation 12 is where you're uh, uh, talking about, right? Where it talks about the battle right. that takes place. Uh, and it, then it says, and this is in 12 and 9, And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceives the whole earth. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength, and the kingdom of our God and the power of Christ, for the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. Then it says verse 11, And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. Then verse 12, Therefore rejoice, you heavens! And you that dwell in them, okay, so that would be in he- in heavens, that would be all, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all of them. Woe to the no. inhabitants of earth and of the sea, for the devil has come down unto you, having great wrath, because he hath but a short, uh, he knows that he hath but a short time. So during this time, during the tribulation, he is cast down. He know, uh, he's first of all, he was kicked out of the third heaven already. Then there's yes. no more appearances he will make in this uh, second heaven. Or the first heaven, so he's right on Earth, and that's where he works all his tribulation.
3: Okay. Well, thank you very much, and I'll save my other questions to another time when I can catch you. But uh, you've been very helpful. Thanks, Pastor. All right. Thank you.
2: And Rich is a good guy. He's not going to be green. Number to call: area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, as uh, I continue to deal with your questions, and you guys are asking questions that are helping me to teach my lesson anyway, dealing with Satanology, the doctrine of Satan. And then there's another uh, uh, doctrine also in systematic theology called demonology, which deals with demons, okay, the cohorts of the devil. All right, number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Let's go to Lamar in Windsor. No, Warren, I'm sorry, Lamar and Warren. How you doing, Lamar?
6: Hey, Pastor, how you doing? This is Lamar, me, and Lynn. Uh, how you doing, sir?
2: Real good. Thank you for calling.
6: Wonderful. I'm staying up uh, uh, on, on the radio all the time trying to keep up and learn something.
2: All right.
6: Oh, My question is, um, earlier in, in the segment, I heard you say that uh, Michael – Uh, The archangel and his angels fought against uh, uh, the dragon and his angels. Right. And my question to that is, um, as men here on earth fight and die in war, do angels fight and die, or were they just cast down into the pit?
2: Yeah, what happens to angels is uh, uh, when they lose the battle, ultimately where they wind up at is in hell. Yeah. So, you know, because we're talking about spiritual beings here. And so uh, their final destiny, the final death for them, is in hell, uh, which means, you know, separated completely from God. And so that's their ultimate Separate. destiny, their, their ultimate end.
6: Okay. So just just wondering, um, you know, I know like men, when we fight uh, here on earth wars, um, we die from our physical bodies, but our spirit ultimately goes Back to be with the Lord. Just well, to here's
2: the thing, know. though. What we've got to realize is we've got to make sure that we uh, look at the uh, dichotomy here. Uh, that in a war, or even just when, when men die, when men die, uh, or, or women, when unbelieving people die, their bodies are buried, but their souls immediately goes into one of the three hells. And that's in Luke chapter yes. 16, verse 23. Uh, and that hell is Hades. That's where the rich man was and lifted up his eyes. Okay, so that's where I mean, that is where uh, unbelievers go immediately when they die. There's no purgatory, nothing. They they're there now. They're only there temporarily because they will be uh, their souls will come out of Hades and they will experience a resurrection in what is called a damnation body. Talks about that over Mm -hmm. in John, chapter five, verse twenty eight, twenty nine. Then they'll go before the white throne judgment. Revelation, chapter twenty. And they will be judged by God, and then they're sent to Gehenna, which is final hell.
6: Hmm. Yeah. Does the Bible describe the damnate the look of the damnation body that in which they will have?
2: Well, uh, you would have to ask that. Now you're getting to the scary stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but to a degree, I would say, yeah, I think. Uh, but but actually, an, uh, a, a, a complete description is not there. But, I mean, goodness gracious, uh, Lamar, if we look at Mark chapter 9, it says some stuff that's just downright scary. Where it says in uh, Mark chapter 9 and verse 43, And if thy hand offend thee, cut it off. It is better for thee to enter into life name than having two hands to go into hell and to the fire that never shall be quenched, where their worm dies not and the fire is not quenched. Now, you know, the picture here is of like what happens. Uh, It happens in the Middle East and it happens in other places where uh, with fires that burn, when they go out a little bit, flies come in and lay eggs, you know. And so you've got these uh, maggots that constantly are in the garbage. Uh, And then we need to recognize in the ancient past, uh, men used to use uh, maggots to uh, uh, take uh, eat uh, bacteria. Uh, out of men's bodies bad stuff out of their bodies here it talks about these worms (laughs) and i don't uh, some people say they're symbolic well if they're symbolic i don't care it's so scary if thy hand offend thee, cut it off it is better for thee to enter into life name than having two hands to go into hell unto the fire that never shall be quenched where the worm dies not and the fire is not quenched so this is talking about some kind of an uh a body a damnation body which will be inhabited with some kind of damnation worms so uh, 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 whatever that description is that's enough for me to know that's not something that uh that we want to have happen to us absolutely
6: okay pastor thank you
2: all right Lamar you can get off and quit and Lynn,
6: and Lynn told me to tell you hello she loves
2: you. all right we love her and uh Uh, And I just want Mary to know you done scared me. Talking about hell, Lamar has scared me today. I'm going to have to pray when I get home. Thank you. Not that I'm worried. No, I'm not worried. Number to call, area code 866 423 9578 Charlene Hang On. We'll be right back.
0: This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute.
2: A recent Planned Parenthood video attempted to train others how to stand up for abortion. two young women reading from a teleprompter repeated tired old talking points of how to defend the indefensible, the killing of innocent unborn babies, and the traumatizing of their mothers. One of their suggestions was unforgivable. They advised viewers to not get bogged down about when life begins. There is no scientific consensus on the issue. This couldn't be further from the truth. The Carnegie Stages of Human Embryonic Development have been the gold standard of medical experts around the world since 1942. And they say life begins at fertilization when sperm and egg make contact. Plain and simple, Planned Parenthood is
0: lying. Like us on Facebook at Life Issues and stay informed. More informed than you've ever been. This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win the Daryl Wood Show. Terrorism, economic uncertainty, nuclear instability. The United States faces these and many other global dangers nearly every day. We face even greater risks against the U.S. Constitution and the rule of law here at home. Radical socialism, illegal immigration, racial divides, social infighting, as bad actors want nothing more than to destroy our way of life. We are facing a war for America's soul, and now is the time to rise up to protect conservative ideals. Join the Patriot on Saturday, November 2nd for the War for America's Soul Tour, an event like none other. With Sean Hannity, Dr. Sebastian Gorka, and other special guests, you will be ready to give an intelligent answer to assaults from the far left. The War for America's Soul Tour is coming to Detroit on Saturday, November 2nd. Visit patriotdetroit.com for details and to buy your tickets today. That's patriotdetroit.com.
1: They say the best is yet to come, but to help make that true for your retirement, you need a plan. Start by tuning in to the Barnett Financial Hour with Rick Barnett every Saturday at 1. Rick helps simplify the retirement planning process. No technical terms or calculations, no product pushing, just the information you need for retirement. Don't miss the Barnett Financial Hour with Rick Barnett of Barnett Financial and Tax, every Saturday at 1.
2: That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss and Luke on the technical dial. Give us a call if you have any question about the Word of God. We're discussing the doctrine of Satan or Satanology, as it's called in systematic theology. Let's go to Charlene in no- Novi. Thank you for waiting, Charlene. Charlene, you're on air. Charlene, go in once, go in twice.
5: Oh Shireen.
2: Hey, oh, Shireen. Oh, Shireen. How, how you doing, Shireen? Yeah, we hear you.
5: <laughs> hey, how you
2: doing? <laughs> well, I was about to
7: let you go. Good.
5: I know. I, it was my fault. It was, I was on mute, but it was a mistake. Okay. But um, I had a question. Well, not, well, first a comment, I guess, about the um, rich man and Lazarus since You're talking about uh, um, hell today. Okay. Um And... uh. Rich man Lazarus, because it sounds to me that from the conversation that um, he was having with Lazarus, because it sounded like that, you know, he was having a a conversation like we're having right now, and that he was, you know, coherent and everything, um, that hell is going to be a place where you'll still, you, you are definitely going to be aware of what's going on and, you know, able to look like carry on the conversation.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's really something, right? Uh, it brings mm-hmm. home the fact that, uh, uh, that, you know, the body is just the house of our soul and spirit. And when we die, right. our bodies, our soul and spirit leave our bodies. Now we will right. get a new body. Uh, for, this, uh, for the soul and spirit, but definitely um, uh, lets you know that uh, the, the person continues in spirit and soul form. And so you're right. We're here in Luke uh, chapter uh, 16 and verse 19, and let's go into this since you brought us here, where it says, There was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus which was laid at his gate full of sores and designed to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores, and it came to pass, and that wasn't a good thing. Back then, dogs who roamed the streets were like rats, so it wasn't good. And -hmm. it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom, and the rich man also died and was buried, and in hell he left up his eyes. Now, what is amazing here is it lets us see that typically the moment when you die, you know, you see an angel. The angel is either going to take you to heaven or to hell. Uh, mm. Demons don't show up to get anybody. Some of these movies have messed that up. When you die, they have demons <laughs> coming. Demons, uh-uh. It's angels that come and take you either to heaven or to hell. Okay? That, mm. Yeah, because right. that's exactly what we see here. Where it says, in, uh, Right. Uh, and then it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell, he lift up his eyes, being in torments, and sees Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus that he may dip the uh, dip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. And Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime receivest thy good things, and likewise Lazarus' evil things. Now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. Uh, uh, and then so it's a long thing that goes on, and then uh, he t- tries to say, The rich man tries to give a cop out. If only someone had came back from the dead. Verse thirty one. He <laughs> right. said unto him, "If they hear not Moses and the prophets, they will, uh, they will neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead." So, yeah, so you're right. right. And So yeah. he
5: was tormented. He was he was being he was tormented, but he was still able to talk and cry out. That's and, right. That's right. You know, mm-hmm. ask. Mm-hmm. You know, can you do this for me? Because this is what I need. I'm in torment. This is what I need. So he was still he was coherent. He was carrying on the conversation. So that let you know right there that you know this is the place where you're definitely going to be aware of what's going on
2: absolutely and then too yeah (laughs) it is scary and the other thing about it is nothing ever ends it's not over it is not over when you physically die that your soul and your spirit continues the only decision for you to make either it's going to be in hell or it's going to be in heaven but all that stuff about live your life with gusto because when it's over it's over it's not over it isn't awful. right. Yeah, Bible is clear about.
5: Can I ask you uh, one thing about? I want to ask you something about C.S. Lewis really quick, the, the apologist, because he was an apologist. C. Yes, C.S. Lewis. yes. Uh, and I like C.S. I love all his writing. Now, what do you think? Because uh, about the fact that he was an apologist, but there was a thing uh, doctrinally that he wasn't. Um, that he was also like he didn't believe that Adam and Eve was a literal thing that happened that's
2: what i read anyway well i tell you what you've been doing some deep reading there and that's good uh stuff that you've been looking at c.s lewis even um, uh, norm geisler has to admit he's a great scholar a great apologist but he did have Mm -hmm. some trouble with uh some of the things that c.s lewis asserted one for instance that uh, remember c.s lewis was also a fabulist he was a fairy tale writer he, right. he knew fables like, oh I yeah, right. me too. The man, the, him, oh okay. yeah, I love love the movie right. too. Uh, so he was extensive. Not only was he a historian, but he also was a fabulist. Now one thing right. absolutely that he said is that the New Testament is not a fable. He says it's history. He says anyone mm-hmm. who tells me that uh, the New Testament is uh, a fable, uh, they need to tell me how many uh, fables they've read. Because he knows fables. And and fables always start off once upon a time or something like this. He says that definitely uh, the New Testament writes like history. It's historically valid. Uh, backing up what others have said about it as well, Sherman White and other historians. But the problem with C.S. Lewis, according to Norm, is there's certain things that C.S. Lewis said that even though they were true, that there might have been mythical elements that God used to, uh, to bring it forth. Now I don't believe that, and I, you know, so that so that's one problem I have with C.S. Lewis. He believed, mm-hmm. uh, in Jesus Christ that He rose from the dead. He believed that the Bible. It's not that he didn't believe that the Bible was the word of God. He just believed that there were certain mythological uh, things that God may have been used to tell His truth. But I, I right. I'm with Norm there. I don't think that that is, is a is is a, is a yeah. That's truth.
5: what I found. I didn't know that, and I was, I was like, oh, really? Well, that that's kind of. <laughs> I didn't know he, you know, didn't believe in the, you know, the literal Adam and Eve, there was some other, you know, the some of the things in the Old Testament, so I found that a little disconcerting. Yeah, but, just, just um, a, well,
2: and just a few of the uh, elements he had uh, trouble uh, with with Jonah and the Whale. Uh, no right. trouble with the kings and all the historical things that are there. Mm-hmm. But then, then Adam as well. And that's dangerous because Adam definitely had to be a historical character because if not, it right. makes uh, the Bible look ridiculous. Over in right. uh, Romans 5, 12, it says, by one man. It's talking about Adam. Uh, in 1 Corinthians 15, Jesus is called the second Adam. Jesus wasn't comparing right. himself to a mythical. Anything it would have to be something truly that occurred. So.
5: Good. Okay. Good well, um, I got some more questions, but I might have to call back tomorrow. We missed you, and it took me a minute to get on, <laughs> get, get on, because all the lines were filled up. But um, tell Mrs. Moss, I'm praying for her, praying for you guys, okay?
2: All right. Thank you, and quit complaining. Just wait and get on. Thank you very much. <laughs> she knew I love her. Got to Take a break, and we'll be right back.
0: This is Owen Strand for townhall.com. LeBron James recently made headlines for his comments about China. James argued that when Houston Rockets general manager Daryl Morey supported Hong Kong Democratic protesters, he was misinformed. Morey's support caused harm, James said. For those paying attention, there's a revealing hypocrisy here. It's common today among the left to speak against immoral capitalism and to decry unjust politics practiced by supposed American tyrants. Whatever one thinks about America, China is run by an actual tyrannical regime. Free speech doesn't exist. Dissidents are placed in re-education camps. There's a reason NBA stars are speaking out for China here. They make tons of money from sneaker sales in China. There are many wonderful elements of the free market, but supporting tyranny to make millions is not one of them. After the public outcry, LeBron now says he's staying quiet, but the damage is done. Count this a big loss for LeBron and
1: the NBA. I'm Owen Strand. Alliance Defending Freedom. Fighting for those whose liberty is being violated. Click on the banner at townhallreview.com.
0: When we list the traits of a great leader, we wouldn't expect to find weakness at the top of that list. But Friday, Alistair Begg explains that in God's kingdom, limitations are actually a good thing. Learn about the power of weakness, Friday, on Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Alistair Begg, weekday mornings at 8.30 on FM 92.7 and AM 1500, Faith Talk Detroit. especially as we will enjoy all of these wonders from the comfort of our first-class cruise ship. The week will be filled with more than just awe-inspiring landscapes and quaint seaside ports, as Laura's story leads us in our worship, and as we turn to God's Word as a compass for our time together.
4: For more information and to book your trip today, visit faithtalkdetroit.com and search keyword Alaska.
0: Are you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? How would you like to participate in stock market gains but never stock market losses? Join Joe Uplegger for the Safe Money and Income Radio Show, Saturday mornings at 9 on FM 92.7 AM 1500 Faith Talk, Detroit. You can also call Joe now for your complimentary customized Safe Money Kit and Safe Money Book at 866-436-0133. That's 866-436-0133.
2: Even in the Old West, when the devil and his demons come to town, only Jesus Christ and a man called the Preacher can drive them out. On October 31st at 7 p.m. at Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries, come and see For For a a Few few Demons demons More. more. That's right, For a Few Demons More at the Spiritual Warfare Conference at Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries at 10709 Grand River at Oakland, where we don't celebrate Halloween, but we wage spiritual warfare. There will be a lesson taught called Staying Away from the Devil's Territory, then the feature presentation for A Few Demons More. Refreshments will be served and a free handout will be given. No tickets will be sold. However, a suggested donation of $10 from adults and $5 for children would be a wonderful blessing. But it is not mandatory. Please come. Don't miss it. All right, for A Few Demons More, October 31st halloween so-called night we will be waging spiritual warfare we encourage you to come bring a uh, donation no tickets need to be uh, purchased but do bring something to support our ministry we definitely uh, need your support at strictly biblical bible teaching ministries all right number to call here area code 866-423-9578 area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air bible talk with pastor Emery moss let's go to gregory in detroit hello gregory
4: Oh hello, Pastor Moss. Uh, I hope my uh, sister Moss is feeling real good. I hope she feels real good. You too. Thank you. Okay. Now what I, uh what I'm gonna say, I hope it's not silly, I hope it's not blasphemous or whatever. Okay. But it just it, it makes me wonder when my Lord Jesus came here, we know at a moment of conception 26 chromosomes come from the mother, and 26 come from the father. Uh Uh-huh. Did all the chromosomes come from Jesus, or did any chromosomes come from Mary?
2: Well, to be honest with you, here's the thing. What you're you're talking about is what happens in what we call normal physical birth. But here's something that we know also, that God was able to create the earth out of nothing. He spoke it into existence. So therefore, Mm -hmm. the virgin birth is what's done without a man being involved at all. So what God or how he did it, the Bible doesn't give us the technology of it. So we will not know until we actually are there in heaven and can ask
4: God. I believe it was all his comb songs.
2: You can believe whatever you want. (laughs) (laughs) But the only thing is, you can't prove it. <laughs> that's I know all, that. I know so that. you can that's believe it. I, I'm not, I, and how can I argue? I can't argue with anyone who takes a belief that they have with no proof.
4: It's just that reading something, you know, when when two people come together uh, and there is a, a conception uh, formed, but, but, but we're know, talking about
2: where two people. It wasn't to think about. I know, but here you, yeah. what you're missing is this: it wasn't two people yeah. in that sense. Right. right, it was the spirit right. of God right. and Mary. You're Joseph right. wasn't involved in the process. Right. So therefore that blows your right. whole analogy. Okay? So You're you can right. believe it, but like I say, you have absolutely no proof that it's true. Might be.
4: Well that's what I that's what I wanted to believe in my mind. that because uh it wasn't a. Well, uh, let me uh, give you some uh, comfort. A, a you can kind of, here's the comfort.
2: Yes. You can believe whatever you want in your mind. True. <laughs> and I surely won't come against you for that. Doesn't contradict <laughs> the Bible, believe it. <laughs> When you find yeah. out, though, if you okay. get to heaven and you find out that you're wrong, and I'm over there smiling, I'll just wave at you.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: okay, yeah, I all right, that. okay, okay, love yeah. you, brother. Thanks a
2: lot. Appreciate it. Yep, everything is based on evidence and logic, and and uh, and then I can't say anything about him. There's a lot of things that I have kind of thought maybe it happened this way, but being uh, an apologist, I got to stick with the facts on the table. We need to realize something. There's things God does we don't know how the heck He does. But thank God the resurrection from the dead. How's that going to be accomplished? Yeah, What it's just so many things. So uh, it's good, though, the, the thing uh, in his favor, it's good to think this way because the Bible is absolutely fantastic with what it records. Uh, and so just the anticipation of heaven makes the earth look small in comparison. I cannot wait. I have not seen. Ear has not heard what is waiting for us in heaven. The technology of it, sorry. Those things we can't answer. All we can do is let you know what the Bible actually is talking about. All right. Well, we still have a few minutes. Uh, uh, In fact, uh, if you can, Luke will let you in. So if you thought time was up, I'm looking at, well, 6.58. We're at about two minutes to go. I appreciate all of you who have called. Uh, Remember the number uh, so that you can call us again, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Listening audience, I want to tell you something. I love doing this program. I am just blessed to have been on this long uh, with the amount that it costs for us to be here. Uh, It costs $2,000 a month for us to be on the air. And we have been consistently on this station for a very long time, a number of years. That is because of your giving. Some have given a whole whole lot. But anything that anybody gives, we appreciate to be able to keep this program on the air. So if you want to keep hearing uh, these kind of lessons that I'm giving, uh, to have the discussions that we have, remember, I am your biblical consultant. All you've got to do is send donations to P.O. Box 05879. That's P.O. Box 05879, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make out those checks to Bible bootcamp Ministries and they go to support this radio show. I don't get a salary for this. I get no payment for this. I uh, This is a part of my ministry. Uh, I owe this. This is what God called me to do. I want to continue to do it and want to continue to talk to you. Thank you, Luke. Great job is normal. God bless you, everybody. We'll see you next time.